Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Okay, boomers, here's a pop quiz for you. How many of you remember a furry member of NBC's Today Show back in its early years? That was way back when Dave Garraway was the first host of Today. Well, here's some TV trivia for you. When the Today Show first went on the air, it didn't do very well in the ratings. So they hired a monkey, or to be more accurate, a chimpanzee, to save the day. His name was J. Fred Muggs. And once he joined the Today Show in 1953, the ratings soared and NBC began making money hand over fist as his hairy co-host caught on with the viewers. In all, it was estimated that NBC made over $100 million in ad revenue thanks to J. Fred Muggs. And I have to admit, during this monkey's short stint on the Today Show between 1953 and 1957, I too was a member of his fan club at the tender age of three years old. I even had one of those little golden books. Remember them? And that was all about J. Fred Muggs and his adventures at the TV station. Well, over the years, monkeys have also played quite a number of important roles in other TV shows and movies. Like, how many Tarzan movies can you recall in which a little chimp named Cheetah usually wound up stealing the scene? And then, of course, there's that Clint Eastwood movie, Every Which Way But Loose, which featured a wisecracking orangutan named Clyde, who usually enjoyed giving people the finger. Sometimes trouble just follows a man. And who can forget that epic blockbuster film of 1933, King Kong, in which the hapless damsel in distress, Faye Ray, is trapped on top of the Empire State Building with her giant, hairy gorilla admirer, Kong. Only six years later, in 1939, we saw a whole army of monkeys when the Wicked Witch of the West unleashed her flying monkeys on Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. And then, years later, we also had another blockbuster film, Planet of the Apes, in which astronaut Charlton Heston crash lands on a world sometime in the future, which is populated entirely by intelligent apes. My God, it's, it's a city of apes. Did you know that the original screenplay for this movie was written by Rod Serling, who's already quite famous for his work on The Twilight Zone? Oh, my. And as it turns out, in a surprise ending, this world was none other than planet Earth after mankind had royally screwed things up with a nuclear war and other such nonsense. With the humans out of the picture, the apes naturally took over, and the rest was movie history. If you are caught by the gorillas, you must remember one thing. What's that? Never to speak. (sighs) What the hell would I have to say to a gorilla? Along the way, we've also had some more child-friendly monkeys like the mischievous Curious George of television, film, and picture book fame. I can remember reading some of those Curious George books as a kid, and then many years later watching the animated TV show on PBS with my daughters. Yes, Curious George has been around that long, folks, I hate to tell you. also Abbott and Costello films featuring monkeys and gorillas. One of them involved a chimp named Bingo, brought home from the pet shop by Lou. Of course, Lou discovers he has to get a license for his new pet, so he goes down to City Hall, 
where he accidentally applies for a marriage license instead of a pet license. <laughs> but one of my favorite monkey stars was the capuchin monkey named Marcel, who for a brief time was Ross Geller's live-in companion on the TV sitcom Friends. He was famous for dancing to the tune of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. But Ross eventually wound up donating Marcel to a zoo, only to discover that Marcel had later escaped from the zookeepers and went on to have a brand new career of his own as a movie star. So what is it with all these monkeys that we see all over our television sets, movie screens, and social media? I ask you, what's the big deal? Why are we as a culture so obsessed, so hung up on casting our distant cousins as co-stars? At one point, even Ronald Reagan shared screen time with a chimp named Bonzo in that unforgettable film, Bedtime for Bonzo. As soon as I get home to California, I plan to lean back, kick up my feet, and take a long nap. I'll come to think of it, things won't be all that different after all. Maybe, just maybe, folks, we're seeing some hidden Freudian impulse, something that motivates us to return to our roots. And I mean those really far distant roots when humanity was still living in jungles and caves. Perhaps the more complicated and chaotic our world becomes, the more we'd like to just chuck it all and go back to a simpler time and place. Like when our entire diet consisted of bananas, our wardrobe was a simple loincloth, and much of the day was spent just hanging from vines. Cool. Oh yes, those were the days, my friends. <laughs> what do you think? Do you want to try being a Neanderthal for a day? Hey, that would make for a great new game show. In fact, it probably wouldn't be any more far-fetched than what we already have on the air. Uh, yeah? But I digress. The story I was actually leading up to, folks, was a bit of monkey business that happened back in the year 2000. Some crazy creative people at an ad agency came up with the concept of a trunk monkey, a fictional dealer-installed option on cars. There was a special button that you'd press on your dashboard, which would release the monkey from the trunk whenever you needed him to perform some special task, like foiling a car thief, acting as a chaperone for your teenage daughter's date, bribing a traffic cop to avoid a ticket, or even delivering a baby when you couldn't get to the hospital in time. All of these situations were cleverly filmed with a real live chimpanzee and presented to the viewer as reasons why you should buy your next Subaru from the Suburban Auto Group in Portland, Oregon. Other versions of these monkey commercials were also syndicated and used by other car dealers around the country, so there's a good chance you probably saw one on your local station. Well, apparently, these 20-year-old trunk monkey spots have now achieved a second life thanks to the internet. Lots of people have been posting them on Facebook, TikTok, and other social media sites. The very fact that these spots almost seem like a takeoff or a parody, like a funny Saturday Night Live skit, makes them even more popular. And as unbelievable as this concept is, I'll bet there are a lot of people out there who would love to have a real trunk monkey of their own 
to rescue them from impossible situations, to stand guard over their prized sports car, or to fling poo at crazy inconsiderate drivers on the highway. As many of you listeners know, this podcast of mine was originally inspired by the late, great Gene Shepard of WOR Radio. Now, Shep, as he was known, had a rebellious, sarcastic nature, and he was not above coming up with practical jokes or hoaxes, which he broadcast over the radio and convinced a lot of people that they were real. So I can only imagine what Shep might have done with this whole trunk monkey thing. And to prove my point, I have actually produced a new trunk monkey commercial of my own called Disco Trunk Monkey. And you can see it on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and other places. But here's the link to the YouTube video. In your computer or smartphone browser, just type in bit.ly slash disco monkey. I'll spell that out for you. It's small b, like in Bob, it period ly slash disco monkey, which is all one word smooshed together with a capital D for disco and a capital M for monkey. So once again, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital D-I-S-C-O capital M-O-N-K-E-Y. B-I-T dot L-Y slash disco monkey. And if you need to see that in print, just look at the write-up for this particular episode you're listening to right now, where we've included the link in the description. And now here's a little preview of what you'll see or at least the audio portion of it. Let me set the scene for you. A couple is riding their car, and a woman says to the man, Honey, I feel like going out dancing tonight. Okay, babe, I'm right on it. And, of course, the action continues from there. You'll have to go to YouTube to see the rest of our monkey business. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit of entertainment for your day. And it's free, but naturally... Donations of ripe bananas are always appreciated. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen and friend. (laughs) See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.